somebody had put a post somewhere on one of the social media and said, you need, you really need to stop asking women. So when are you going to have kids? Uh, you know, why don't you have a kid yet? This, that, that, and the other. And I think after having had my daughter go through an IVF and seeing my wife go through all this stuff, uh, I'm like, that makes complete sense. You need to stop asking people, why don't you have a kid? Or, oh, you'd be such a good mom. This, that, you really don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be a little more sensitive to, uh, you know, it's not, it's not just, not everybody's just going to pop a kid out. podcast i'm your host martini jean this is where i discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared all right what is going on we have another episode it's going to be awesome and again we're taking a married at first sight break but this is going to be well worth it this is episode 63 from infertility to in front of me our little wonders via ivf and i cannot wait to get into this conversation with two very awesome people and we will introduce them right now what is going on ricardo and jenny hello there hello martini (laughs) (laughs) what is going on people Uh, how's everybody doing doing good doing good thanks for having us on Thank you. Very excited to be here. Yeah, it's an exciting time. Thank you for uh, thinking of me and Jenny for this uh, podcast. It's no, be cool. Yeah, uh, like again, th- thank you guys for like you know moving things aside, uh, taking a day off, all that stuff. Like I, I really appreciate it to uh, uh, to have this uh, conversation. Yeah, it's important. I-, I thought it was an important topic. You know, I know maybe a lot of people can benefit from it. So to have our perspectives, I think is is a, is a cool thing. So thanks. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome. And also, can uh, thank you guys and congratulations to the both of you because today, September fifteenth, is the first day of a Hispanic Heritage Month. Is it? Oh, oh well, thank you. <laughs> well, congratulations, Jenny. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. As you can tell by the accent, I am Spanish. So. <laughs> As you can tell by mine, I am not. <laughs> I just want to just want to say that. So, uh, but before we get started, I have some fun facts. So, fun fact number one: Ricardo, the last time you were on a podcast with me was on December third, twenty seventeen. Oof! All right, four, and also, almost, yeah. also with a person named Jen, which is very funny. Oh wow! <laughs> but did she go by Jenny? No. Exactly. There's only one Jenny. Yes. That's right. That's right. Um, and the episode you were on was, uh, talking about, you know, how long was too long to move forward in a relationship and because you were, uh, in your relationship for like eight and a half years before you proposed. Yes. Um, and, uh, and when you did the episode, it was, uh, one year and one month into marriage. It's been married a little over a month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A year, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, but 
you know, since then, you know, you obviously, well, you already had the wife when you were on the show, but, you know, the wife was pregnant. What? Yeah, the wife was pregnant at the time. At, at yes, the, she was. At the time. Yes. And uh, now you have a toddler and you have another on the way, correct? I do, yes. That the is awesome. Congratulations, Toddler man. number two is due in February. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, that's. And um, the first toddler, who is now three and a half, was born in March of 2018. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And uh, Jenny, the last time I saw you was also in December, but two years and 27 days after, <laughs> December 30th, 2019, at this guy's 40th uh, birthday. Birthday, That's right. Yeah. And true good times, very good times. <laughs> very good times. Actually, I'll tell you a good time <laughs> because um, I love being vulnerable in this podcast and this is a good story to have so um i so i get to uh ricardo's birthday party but i get there late i tell him that i get there late uh, that i'm getting there late because i'm going straight from work the guy who likes to be early mm-hmm. <laughs> hey that is at, a shock i was I'm at shocked. work i was at work i was at work you know joking, joking. <laughs> so like um i get there and i'm just like all right man let's 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 go because like again it's his birthday, so I know I'm going to know some people, but I'm, I'm going to know a lot that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, so I get there. I see our mutual friends. All right, cool. You know, whatever. But obviously, they were already there because I got there late. Of course. So, like, nearly all of them, like, left. And I'm like, all right, fine. And then I see Ricardo, and I'm like, all right, cool. So, I'm talking with – no, I see him, and I see Jenny, and I see another girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then – they're talking. I'm like, all right, I'll go to him. And then I go to him. He's like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, Jenny and this is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. It's like, all right. And then, you know, um, the girl that was talking with Jenny, like, is about to leave because she had to, like, go to work or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say they're pleasantries and they leave. I mean, no, she the girl leaves, right? And I'm just like, oh, shit. Yo. It's free game. Yo, this, yo, this chick's kind of high. <laughs> it's this free game. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, okay, all right. And mind you, I never, because Ricardo knows me, I, I don't step up to chicks, no nothing. I don't I do not do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? But in my head, I was like, you know, maybe I'll see somebody that night. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, let's do this. All right, you know what I'm saying? So we're talking. I don't know how I started the conversation, whatever. I'm going, she's laughing. Jenny's laughing like crazy. I'm like, yo, whoa, whoa, this is how it feels to be like on your game? <laughs> I was like, this is great, because she's like laughing at everything. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm you were like, hilarious. I, I like, told him. He's like, I told you Martini was funny. I'm I like, was, you were right. I was like, yo, this is freaking awesome. So I talked to her for like an hour and a half, like mm-hmm. the night. And then like Ricardo keeps coming back and forth. You know, he's talking with all his friends. Just for the viewers or the listeners, uh, Martini paid no attention to me on my 40th birthday. <laughs> so continue, sir. <laughs> I totally did it. <laughs> He was with me the whole time. <laughs> I really was. I was like, he's good. He's good. He's What's like, 40? I'll talk to him on his 80th. <laughs> For real. Like, no, nah, but like, I was going in. I was like, wow, this is freaking great, man. This is awesome. Like, and, But the thing is, like, I really, I mean, even though you probably didn't know what was going on, you were giving me like so much confidence. I was like, wow, because I've never done, I've never really done that before. You know, so I'm talking, talking, talking. Everything is good. The night is ending. I'm like, yo, I Dude, I was like, in my head, I was like, dude, if you don't get this chick's number, 
you're an ass. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know, so I'm like, all right, cool. Then he's like, oh, can I get you, can I get your number? I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, no problem. I was like, oh shit, got the digits. Wow, this is awesome. And then freaking Ricardo comes, like, oh, you know, oh, you guys uh, are cool and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, that's great. Like, we'll all, you know, let's all hang out like one day. And in my head, I was like, you motherfucker. I was like, you're just trying to just swoop in right now at the end. And I was like, no, like, no, let's let's her and I hang out first. Then we could, you know, hang out and he's like <laughs> but when i said that i felt so bad because like he like went away like a like a sad puppy yeah. he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's my party you met her because of me <laughs> no, exactly. we hanging out the three of us first <laughs> no exactly and i'm like all right cool and then it was late she was going i was like oh let you know can i walk you out to the car you know he's like oh yeah yeah so we go and then we're talking like well you know where do you live blah blah whatever oh yeah you know that i uh, work right next to there blah, blah blah all that stuff and then you know we hug and then just like all right you know I'll, I'll like see you later and it's like all right cool she goes in the car she leaves i bolt back to the freaking place where we were at because it was closing down mm-hmm. and i'm like searching for him like like going through the kitchen and shit and i'm like where, where's this guy where's this guy and then like i see him in the back parking lot and i'm like oh snap like there he is and then and, uh, and i go to him he's like He's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? You still here? I was like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, I got a number, and we're going to, like, hang out. He's like, word? That's great, man. I was like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? He's like, yo, you know she's gay, right? And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah. I was like, you saw the girl that he that she kissed, right? And I was like, nah, I just thought that was, like, a, hey, I'm leaving. Yeah, I was like, I'm He's like, no, that's like her girl. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I was so heartbroken. <laughs> Man, like, putting all that time for nothing. <laughs> I was like, He's like the first time I, I shoot t- my shot, she's a lesbian. <laughs> I was like, I told you should have been talking to me the whole night. <laughs> like for real he was like yeah i was like damn it's like all right but it was it was still fun though so it was it was i I had a great time it brought us here yes that's that's a good thing (laughs) yeah so we got it so we got a podcast we got a podcast out of it (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah uh yeah i wanted to like say that story like for forever (laughs) that's great that's great oh man that's freaking great but no, but on a more serious topic. Oh Jesus! I'm glad you got it off your chest. It's been a while. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been a while. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Jenny quite knew the details. I didn't. I did. I didn't know he went back to you. And I'm told like, you I'm like, were... that's on you, man. You gotta say, you gotta do it. You, you know, you got into it. You gotta get out of it. So. <laughs> And that's the bad thing. Like, like he knew this whole time. I know. I I'm just watching. I'm like, all right, you don't want to talk to me? It's cool. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> Super evil. Hey, he's almost like, oh, I'll talk to you later. I'm like, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I think I even remember. He was wearing like a trench coat. He had like he, a long. I was just going to say, he, he, he kept, was he on kept, his he, game. He, he, he kept he your came Pim in. Daddy trench coat on yeah, the whole night. Yeah, he came I'm in. Like, he had right, the nice right, shoes. Right, he had the right. long trench. I was like, look at him. Right. I'm like. <laughs> Doesn't work on he, me. <laughs> he, I was literally there the whole time, just think, playing the Big Papa song in my head. As soon as he bought that wine, I just creeped from behind, like you were posing directly like Biggie in the video when he, when he told Buster Rhymes to go somewhere else. I hope you know the reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like again, I was like, you know, you know, I don't go out. 
So it's like I'm a homebody. So I'm like the only times that I really go out is like events like this. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna know that many people. There might be just somebody new. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's let's we can do this. You know, because it's been a while since I've been with somebody. You know Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, you know, let's let's freaking let's see what the night brings. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. And I was at, but like that, no, that shit times. was hilarious, man. <laughs> cause time. like you, like your face was just like, you, cause you were like happy. You're like, yeah, man. But you know, she's gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I could have just said, you'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out sooner or later. <laughs> I could have kept you happy. <laughs> it was New Year's. I was wrong. I should have kept, kept you going, but I would have been leading you into the New Year's. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> Woo. <But> anyway. <laughs> so thanks, Jenny. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> oh man. But no, but let's uh let's get to the topic at hand, which is uh uh IVF, which is uh sure. which is uh in vitro fertilization and is a complete series of procedures used to help with fertility or prevent genetic problems and assist with the conception of a child. And it says, during IVF, mature eggs are collected, retrieved from ovaries and fertilized by sperm in a lab. Then the fertilized egg embryo or eggs embryos are transferred to a uterus. One full cycle of IVF takes about three weeks. Sometimes these steps are split into different parts and the process can take longer. IVF is the most effective form of assisted re- reproductive technology. So let's uh, let's start from the beginning. So, so for the both of you, how how long? Well, first, how long in were you in the relationship before you guys were like, hey, let's let's have a baby? So my partner and I were already dating six years in when we started, you know, the whole process. Um, but even before that, I think year two. You know, even when we first met, I've always wanted kids, always, always. Um, and actually, she has a 10-year-old now. When we first met, he was one. Um, so when we first met, yeah, she had the son, and then she knew I wanted kids. She did not want kids when we first met. Mm. So that was always this kind of like, that, yeah. yeah, a discussion, kind of like, I definitely want babies. You know, I'm still young. Um, but necessarily, I didn't want to carry them. So that's why I knew, you know, adoption was a big discussion we would have because she just didn't have a good time being pregnant in the past. So, um, you know, um, six years, and then we started kind of talking about it little by little. Um, you know, we got engaged. So it was becoming a little more serious. And then... Honestly, I never forget the date. It was February 17th because Valentine's Day had just passed. You know, I, I can tell all the flowers were dying. There were dead balloons all over the house. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? I think I do want kids. And I was like, really? And she's like, I'm so in love with you that I want kids with you. Like, she's like, I wouldn't have kids for anybody else. She's like, but I love you so much and I know that's going to make you happy. And I feel like you won't ever be complete to have your own kid. And I want to give you that. And I was like, all right, <laughs> say less. I've had a savings account <laughs> for a couple of years now because I knew, you know, oh, the whole process was going to be expensive. Um, and then we started, you know, so I'm very, I'm all about research. I research everything. I Google everything. I look at reviews about everything. So I remember um, Desmond's a 10-year-old we have together, my stepson. 
um, right after his um, birthday, I started researching fertility clinics, and one that had the best reviews and the best, um, I guess, success rates uh, was in New York. And we went on a June. I remember it was a little right before 4th of July, so maybe, I don't know exact dates, but maybe around the last week of June, and we loved the doctor that we saw. He just gave us the best energy. He was, like, on board. We went just for, like, I, you know, um, I messaged them. Mm-hmm. We went just for, like, an initial appointment just to ask questions, you know, curiosity, payment plans, and he sucked us right in. He was like, you know what, July 6th come. We're going to go ahead and start the procedure. And I was like, this happening fast, but <laughs> you know what, maybe maybe that's how it's going to work out. And, you know, that that's how we started. That's awesome. But um, you did say something that I was going to save until later, but I might as well ask you now. Yeah. Why didn't Why didn't you want to give birth? Honestly, so I hate, I, I don't like being sick. I, you know, and I feel, and I just feel like my body will Facts. be vulnerable. <laughs> and I just, I don't want to be, you know, like sick. I don't want to gain the weight, be uncomfortable. I'm very active. I like being out. I love working, you know, um, and I, I just think for me personally, I wouldn't enjoy being pregnant. You know, I don't know if, you know, maybe there's people out there that do enjoy being pregnant. I've met a few of them. Personally, for me, just because I know myself, I don't like throwing up. <laughs> I don't like being nauseous, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like the weight gain and, you know, it, it would just be a battle for me. It wouldn't be enjoyable. And I feel like I would be miserable and that would make everybody else around me miserable. And I just, I would hate that. So it was never like medically, like you couldn't. Oh, no, no, my eggs were great. No. It's just that preferred. Yeah, I would just prefer not to carry. Okay. Hmm. Sir, how long were you into the relationship where you were like, yeah, let's have, or whoever said, let's have a baby? How long into the relationship? Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, had it been up to my wife, who I got married to eight or nine years after being with her in total, uh, she would have had a kid in year two, so <laughs> that never happened. But obviously, um, we got married back in 2016. In July of 2017, uh, July 7th to be exact, I actually remember the day the IVF uh, fully took place, uh, the insemination itself. Um, so July 7th of 2017 was when she uh, was implanted. So... I guess total, that's 10 years into knowing her that, uh, you know, we went through with it. But we had already known early on in our relationship that she had a very, very, very hard time conceiving, period, because of uh, uh, polycystic ovaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was no way. There was just no way. And when we went into into the IVF clinic, uh, shout-outs to RMA, by the way. Uh, we had a great experience. We used them again, obviously, the second time around. Um, and so shout out to RMA. Um, um, but when they did the, the testing in the beginning, they noticed my sperm was completely fine. So nothing wrong with me. It was definitely her, um, the polycystic uh, ovaries that she had issues with. And um, we tried three rounds of, um, uh, what's it called? IUI. IUI. Thank you. And that didn't take that didn't take at all, so we had to go the hard, the more difficult route, which is IVF. And the process for, I guess, a guy, it's not. I thought it would be a lot easier. Uh, it was actually very, very strenuous. Um, I was working. Uh, actually, for those 
of you that are listening, I actually know Jenny through work. We used to work together, and Jenny used to know that I would sometimes have to go into the clinic at like five o'clock in the morning. That's how what time they'd open, and I'd be in, at work at like six six thirty, mm-hmm. um, and then start my regular <laughs> day, and then come home, and then have to you know be on time specifically because injections also still have to be made on my wife. Uh, it's just the process is, 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 is crazy. It's, it's tough for her. It's tough for both partners, no matter how you look at it, female, with female, male, with female, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, but yeah, you know, going back to it, yeah, it was 10 years, 10 years in the making. And, uh, now my daughter is almost, uh, she's three and a half now and we have the other one on the way doing February. Yeah. So what was that other procedure that she helped you name what, what what's that I, th- I think that's just i think it's called artificial insemination is the easiest way that that's what that's sure that's the first step they go through and through because of insurance insurance makes sure that you go through three rounds of that before even stepping into ivf at least that was my experience as a male with a female mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what jenny's experience was with that uh but uh we had to do that so for insurance purposes you know, long story short, just to make it, you know, a man, I had to go into the clinic separately without my wife and, you know, I'd have to, um, produce a semen specimen. And then my wife would then be two days later after some injections, they then go in and try to inseminate her that way. Um, and that never took all three times. So I think that was like a three or four or five month process mm. total. Those three rounds were three to, uh, three to five months apart. And then after none of them took. So that's when IVF came in and where you had to start, she had to start producing more eggs. They had to extract the eggs. They had to take my semen and then put them all together and let them do their magic. And then hopefully embryos would come out of it. And they did. And I think me and me and my wife had about four or five. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I think it was four or five. So yeah, there's still two or three left. Oh, wow. uh, we still don't know what we're going to do with that, but still, yeah. Yeah, that was the whole thing. But yeah, those it was artificial insemination, I believe, was the first. If I'm not mistaken, it's what the first three rounds uh, were called. And mandatory due to insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So IVF wasn't the first option on the table. Mm-hmm. Right, and no, I believe no, nor would you want to. Nor would yeah. you want to. Yeah, no. Artificial, I mean, she, she'll tell you her story after because you're the one who actually had the egg retrieval, right? Right, That's correct. That's not easy. I remember, I remember my wife going through it, so I can only imagine Jenny will have the good story for that, so... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like no, and I was saying, I think IUI basically is just pulling your sperm and kind of just shooting them up. Right. Your wife. And through so IVF, much. they actually take the embryo and push it mm-hmm. into the uterus. Mm-hmm. Here, they're right. not putting it into the uterus at all during IUI. It's. I think they're just putting it into the vaginal canal and like hoping that it, it, and it hoping finds that the it, uterus. it latches. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's why the success rate for IUI it's it's, it's not low. that it's very low. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. low. That's why I I assume so, the insurance would like for you to try it. I personally think it's. An insurance gimmick just to make a little bit more money for the insurance companies nowadays, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's that was that was my take on it. But yeah, the actual egg retrieval is very complicated for for both. But yeah, definitely for the person having the eggs retrieved. Did you did you guys ever have like a plan B if you couldn't have children? I don't think we ever. Let's put it like this: if the, if there was a plan B, I don't know, man. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Sitting here at this moment, I don't know what would have happened had that not happened. Mm-hmm. Would our relationship have fallen apart and we would have gone separate ways? Would we have considered uh, 
adoption. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, relationships have their struggles. Sure. Sometimes when certain things aren't met, um, different outcomes come from it. So I don't know. Um, I think we've we had spoken about adoption and stuff like that, but it was never like, all right, this is plan B mm-hmm. in case this does not happen. Mm-hmm. I think we would have gone through another round of IVF again. Like, uh, Luckily, though, IVF would have never happened had my wife not been a teacher. Mm-hmm. Her insurance is stellar, and the procedure itself is not cheap right. at all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, So had my wife not been a teacher, shout out to the Board of Ed right. for giving that kind of insurance, uh, I wouldn't have a daughter now and a daughter on the way. Did you... Also, too, since you knew, like, I guess you, I guess you had a, already had a right frame of mind, but was there ever a time where either of you felt like possibly like you were a failure because you couldn't do it naturally? Uh, that was 100% on my wife because I, I, I came out of the clinic knowing my sperm was fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She felt like a failure. Mm-hmm. She felt like less of a woman. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it was very, very hard. It was, it was, I'm sure. It was a lot of, lot of days and nights of crying, trying to, you know, emotionally calm her down and things like that, and me dealing with my own emotions and stuff like that and seeing what's going to come of it. Um, yeah, I and it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. I remember going into those clinics at like 5, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning and just seeing how full of people, of men and women, obviously more women, just sitting in this huge waiting room and I'm like, wow, fertility is like a real issue. You know, people really have a lot of issues with this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's incredible. I'd sit there and I'm just like, I knew almost everything. Like, you'd know, like, all right, she's probably going to get her blood work. Oh, that guy's probably going to the yeah. back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, she's probably getting, you know, some kind of a, you know, ultrasound of some sort. It's, it was nuts, man. Like you already knew the waves of how everything was working and just like, it's incredible to see yeah, fertility is an issue in this country. And I mean, I have my own um, opinion on as to why I think fertility is an issue in this country, but that's probably for another topic or something else. But yeah, that's, it's, um, yeah. Um, I remember um, last year, I really wanted to focus on my health. I was getting older and all that stuff. So one of the first things that I did was check on my sperm. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm not in a relationship, but I was like, I I would love to have a child, mm-hmm. you know, so let me check on that. So, so, you know, I called up the thing. They tell me what to do. I'm like, all right, you know, just like just like the comedy shows and just like the comedy movies, you know, you just like you know do your thing. You go to the bank, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and no, but this one was like, you don't go to the bank. You you go you you do it at home, and you oh. have thirty oh, minutes to get there. Okay. No, you got thirty oh. minutes to get in there. And then give it to us. You should you should have used the rooms, man. I, if it's one thing I give RMA credit, those rooms are actually pretty baller. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. They didn't have, a, I didn't have a choice. They're like, all right, oh, okay. this is what you right. do. Like, we, like we, like we'll supply you the cup, like the official cup, whatever. And then you do it there, and then you do it at your house, and then you have thirty minutes to get to the hospital. Sure. So I'm like, all right, you know, so do my thing, and I get there, and I'm like, yeah, I need to go to, you know, fertility, and they're like, <laughs> what do you? What do you, they're like looking at you like, what? He's, he said what? What's he I'm like, fertility. And I have like 15 minutes left. I'm like, like I'm please, a, I hurry. have a bomb here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
legit let's fucking go you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. cause they couldn't like they're like why would you need to go to prison like they couldn't yeah. wrap it they in. weren't real yeah, yeah. yeah so I finally did it and they're like alright alright thank you and then they like they went and then like maybe like three or four weeks later I get the uh, I get the call back and they're like oh no yeah you know everything is good I mean um, I would have gotten a better screening if they would have allowed you to come here sooner because like they were like dying off you know but um yeah like like you're fine and for some reason i don't know why but like in those three weeks i was like nervous as hell i was like <laughs> no i was like what what if what if i can't yeah. i mean again i'm not with anybody but still it's like wow because i i never i never thought about not having children of course you know what i mean and that's a very real thing in the in the process of me and my wife um before we started IVF, we met another couple that we knew, um, and it was completely backwards. She could have a baby, no problem. Mm. He had very lo- low sperm count, mm-hmm. or the sperm that even even the sperm that he did produce, they came out kind of like you know like it was missing a tail or like you know had two heads or something like that. It's like yeah, so that's tough too. Like you know, it does go both ways. Oh yeah. Um, obviously, I know it's bigger on the women. Uh, part but yeah it can go both ways so I'm, I'm glad you got that check no no yeah it did and, and but yeah like i said like i was i was like oh man like what if i can't have children and i was like man like this changes my whole future of course <laughs> you know what i mean of course because for me and i and i've and i've said this before in a uh previous podcast like i don't necessarily want to adopt like i want to have my own child. I think, I think everybody does, man. Yeah. I think you know, every, I don't think everybody's like, ah, I just want to adopt. You yeah. know, no, but I, I mean, I feel bad because you know, there's kids out there. You yeah. know, no, that, no, no, that, there is. You know, but I'm just like, nah. I like, I, I truly do like want to have my own, like, yeah, you know, pass down like my genetics and all that stuff. You know, um, and then I don't care like whether it's a girl or boy. I don't care. But um, no, you don't. No, 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 yeah. no, you don't. No, <laughs> I, I, you might think you do, but when when they come, they come. It's it's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, no, actually, I totally lied right there. I <laughs> I would actually want a, a girl more than a boy. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I have deep rooted feelings about that. Okay. okay. <laughs> about, about why? Okay. <laughs> but no, I would definitely want um a boy. I mean, a girl. A girl. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, but I was I was worried that I wasn't gonna have uh, I wasn't gonna be able to have like a child. And I was like, wow, that's crazy because I never, I never but you're still completely open to still having one no matter no matter your age right oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah 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 because I, mean, I remember me and my wife going through this one right now mm-hmm. i'm like if we're gonna do it we gotta do it now sure because i'll be 42 by the end of the year and yeah. i'm just like nah <laughs> I yeah can't, i can't go too too much longer without it you right know I mean? right That's, right right because it, it does life life catches up to you so yeah no yeah, yeah, yeah. no exactly so um jenny uh, since he gave you the the go ahead, you want to talk about your uh, egg retrieval? Yeah. Um, so it was painful. I'm not gonna lie. So just to kind of backtrack here, how he talked about IUI, that was one of the options he gave us. You know, when we stepped into the room, the doctor was like, "Here are your options." IUI was one of them. But for my partner and I, we both wanted to be involved. So you know, I you know. I wanted her to carry my baby. Just like you said, I wanted to pass on my genes, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I looked down at my baby and be like, oh my God, you know, those are my eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he explained to us in order for both of us to be involved, we will have to go um, through something called reciprocal IVF, which is basically, you know, my egg retrieval. And then she would have to do IVF to kind of get her uterus ready. So, you know, and technically we both did IVF. So at the beginning, um, 
you know, they pumped me up with a bunch of hormones, which was insane. Even at work, I was having a meltdown or hot flashes. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, my, it must be these pills. You know, <laughs> I'll go in the cooler and people are like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I got to cool off. I am sweating. And they're like, it's not even hot. I'm like, I know I'm going through something, guys. OK, so just the hormones alone were insane. You right. know, even, you know, just uh aspca commercial will break me down being tears over these sad dogs and i was like what is wrong with me it was just it was a lot and then on top of that you know everything was timed so every night um for us it was 9 14 p.m i would get a stab with a needle on my stomach um so you know my partner would do that for me and that was probably the worst part for me between the hormones and the stab and then they will have to track your blood work. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday morning, I was driving to New York, even before work or after work or on my days off to get blood work because they will kind of measure, you know, your hormone level, see if any changes. Um, so that was probably the worst part of it. The the stabbing in the stomach, the hormones, just the mood swings. It was, it was pretty terrible. And that was... Um, and then, you know, you want to be as healthy as possible. So yeah. I was like on a strict diet. I wasn't <laughs> drinking at all. So even if I wanted to, oh, let me kick back with a beer. I, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I went month without having an alcoholic beverage. Um, and then finally with the egg retrieval, I, I which I was awake for, you know, he was like, yeah. we can put you down. But, you know, I mean, Ricardo's case, he got lucky. The insurance covered everything. For us, we didn't get anything covered. Our mm -hmm. insurance only covered uh, each one round of blood work, and mm -hmm. then that was it. Everything, literally, we paid out of pocket. They didn't oh. even cover the medicine? Nope, the not even the shots, medicine. Nothing? No, not the shots. Wow. None of that. None of that. Um, not that, even the needles. Literally, it comes with a little... The syringes, like, yeah. The syringes, yeah, 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 even yeah, yeah. that. Even the little box to dispose to the syringes. Yeah, yep. Yeah, wow. Even the waste. <laughs> it was like $15. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, just looking at the breakdown, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, and then, I, you know, the doctor was like, for like another $800, we can put you down. I was like, how painful is it? He's like, it's uncomfortable. It's kind of like, you know, a checkup, you know, like yeah. an ultrasound. And I was like, whatever, I'll take it. I'm like, if I'm saving $800, I don't care. You know, I'm like, I've been through worse. Yeah. He's like, okay. Um, but which was actually cool. It was painful. You know, it was like scraping of my uterus. But I got to see everything on a screen. And literally, I got to see like all oh, my little eggs. I was like, oh, these little jennies yeah. just being sucked out of there. Yeah, it was, it was super cool just how advanced science is, is yeah. mind-blowing. But wow. yeah, I got to see, um, I retrieved 14 eggs. Um, and then after the 14 eggs, they kind of go through like another stage. It's called blastosis, which they freeze them. So then with our sperm donor, you know, they would yeah. fertilize the egg. Um, and then after that stage, I only had eight. So then out of the eight. Oh, you got eight? I got eight. Wow. Mm -hmm. My wife ended up having 42 eggs retrieved. Oh, my god! And only five were liable at the end. Wow. Yeah, five or four, like I said. Jesus. Yeah. So when you said 14, I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had 42, she only had five. That's wow. Cool. Well, you had 14 to eight, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I got eight. And then, um, you know, they do genetic testing to kind of see, like, basically they pick the best grade egg, you know, like which sure. one's going to be the best. But that was additional for you, right? That was additional. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like another $1,200 yeah. to, you know, and that, that was a risk I didn't want to take. I was like, you know, God forbid, you know, something's wrong with the baby. Like, I don't want to 
you know, bring a baby out here, then I'm, then it's it, it's going to be more difficult for us, you know, and for the baby. You think about quality of life and things like that. Mm-hmm. So the doctor was like, I highly recommend, especially because this is like, you know, it's IVF. It's not a natural pregnancy. It's not a male and a female. It's, you know, we're sure, retrieving yeah. your eggs and kind of doing stuff to your eggs. So I was like, okay. So we did that. And out of the eight, only five were good. You know, the other ones were, you know, compromised and, that's how you know they asked us if we wanted to choose a sex which i thought was cool and oh like, wow yeah and i was like you know what it looks let it be a surprise out of the five just pick whichever and okay. then that ended up with my little girl now wow yeah. um all right this is a stupid question but because you, you know you said like the sperm donor and stuff no like that thing. <laughs> no not in this but topic there's no way it well is there a way that the the baby can't look like your partner right no, I asked no. that. I did ask that because, you know, basically she's carrying it. Her blood is the one, you know, going through the fetus and everything. But they said no. They said no. in rare, rare, rare cases, there has been some, you know, maybe like eyebrows. Some or kind of eye mutation color, of some sort. Some yeah. kind of mutation of some yeah. sort. But they said it's like 1%. It, and it's like a surrogate. I was literally going to say that. Cause, but it's exactly, yeah. I wanted to say that, but I... But at the same time, I didn't want to diminish her role. No, 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 no. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I'm just saying in terms of yeah, they they don't catch the characteristics like Kim Kardashian, Kanye West. Yes, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of their kids comes out looking like you know whoever was because because Kim had issues I think conceiving right or carrying. Well, not all of them were though. No, 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 no. I know, but like the last two, I think. Yeah, 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 the last two. I think she had issues like she got very sick or when she carried. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, were you were you guys able to pick your sperm donor or was it just yeah. a random dude person? Yeah, we went to yeah, we googled it <laughs> and kind of read all the reviews, see mm-hmm. what was the best one and um I try to get so like I said we have the 10-year-old Desmond. Um I try to get kind of characteristics that he already has like blonde hair, blue eyes. So I'm like, you know, that way they would look like brother and sister a little more. A Harvard graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically that's what we were going for. <laughs> um so yeah, that is what we picked. Um but if you see my little girl, she looks exactly like me. So I Oh yeah, she my, does. My Spanish jeans were were too, were too strong. Just like, Boop, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah. So. Big ups to Spanish Heritage Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wow okay so oh, so yeah you uh mentioned that your partner already has a child yes did i'm assuming the natural way or, yes or, oh yes. yeah how did she feel about going about it this way like oh she was so supportive she yeah. did not care she was like you know what let's have this baby we're already here <laughs> you know? i was like all right yeah. okay because like i'm obviously it's two different Completely. Ways yeah, of, <laughs> of doing this. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine how yeah. she felt mm-hmm. doing it either way. Yeah. And, you know, and like, you know, ways, yeah, say. like we said before, then she had to go through IVF. She got lucky because she didn't have any shots, but she was pumped with hormones and like inserts and things like that to kind of like get her body. That's because, right. you know, her own shots are on her. Because she's the one who carries. That's right. Exactly. Because, yeah. yep. you know, it kind of has to make her body think like, oh, there's an egg here. Uh-huh. Should we grab her or what is it? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, in in somebody's body, if you're just shooting an egg there, it's something foreign, so it's gonna kill it. Got the premises. Got you. So it kind of she had to go through about like two months of oh, yeah. progesterone shots like and things weeks, like that. Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. So again, you know, once I got over the mood swings, and it was her turn, and then <laughs> she was the emotional one and hot flashes. So then, you know, we were very supportive with each other. So I mean, very lucky. We we both got very lucky. That's awesome. So, um, Ricardo, sure. how you know going through all the procedures and all that good stuff. You know, the baby's on the way, and then 
she finally comes she's here so how did it feel holding your little one for the first time after all of that stuff oh man it was it was <laughs> it, it it was surreal like and I'm, I, I actually I don't know it's it's crazy it's crazy I mean um when my wife gave birth I had to be through a c-section because she was past 40 weeks um she was past 40 weeks and the doctors had done a, a scan of the baby and they said well she's actually getting too big uh we're gonna mark you down for a c-section on the 41 week mark mm-hmm. uh because she's over nine pounds and her shoulders are actually pretty wide and she might <laughs> tear you up so oh, shit. <laughs> so during c-section um you know it's very rare that the mother at all gets any chance to hold the baby. It's usually the father, you know, they brought, they brought the baby to her they brought my daughter to her, but, uh, she got to see her and kiss her, but I was actually the one who got to do everything else. So, um, holding her, it was just like an instant connection. And also you just look at like your whole, like some parts of your life, just like wave in front of you. You're like, what the heck am I doing? Or what's about to happen? Yeah. You know, like, are you mine? Like, did, did, did <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean it like in no, the sense no. like you know you're not you know no. I don't no, mean no. Like that, but not not like, like the more is this real? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. This is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are not the fuck. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no. But it was just everything. You you know, it's almost like you don't even know what you're thinking because there's so many emotions attacking mm-hmm. you at, at once. Like you don't even know what you're thinking. All I know is there's. There's beauty where, like, you feel her, like, catching her first breaths when she has, like, this, like, warm light over her and, like, her little incubator. And, like, I just put, remember putting my hand on her chest. And, like, I felt her calm down. <laughs> and it was, like, I'm, like, all right, I love you. Aww. You know, it's, um, and till this day, man, I, you know, I've, there's moments where her at three years old, I, I, I drop her off for school or something like that. And I, I cry leaving. Because I don't want to let her down, so I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It, it was an incredible, incredible feeling, and it still is till this day. So I'm actually more terrified of having the next one uh, because I'm just like I hope I give you the same amount of attention that I gave your sister, and that you never feel like you're less or more than anybody else, you know. So, but that's just I think regular fatherhood. That is oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. parenthood. Yeah. So Jenny, how? Does it feel to be a mother? Honestly, it gave me, I guess, some clarity, you know, kind of like what's important. Before, you know, I was worried, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out about work and paying bills. And now I come home so excited, like, oh, I, you know, I get to see my baby and hold her and change her diapers, which before I was like, oh, it's going to be terrible. And it's not. I don't even care. <laughs> it's been all over me. I'm still scared <laughs> about that stuff. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't bother me at all, you that, know. That and just sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> it sounds super gross. The yeah. first blowout took me by surprise. I was like, <laughs> "Why is it on your neck? How did it get here?" And I don't want like I don't want the surprise. I know you're about to talk right now, but I don't want like the surprise. You know, like you know, like when you're about to like finish up and then like ksss, she just like shoots like a air dart at you and, and you're like, "Oh man, I thought you were done." <laughs> what the hell, man? You shot mean, me in my. You mean if pee? Yeah. Dude, that has never happened to me. <laughs> really? I think that happens with boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Girls just pee straight down. Girls right? just leak down. Yep. Yeah. 
you're right. So you, you want a girl. That makes sense why you want a girl. So. You got me. So that, that was the reason. <laughs> my deep-rooted so season. Old. My deep-rooted uh, reason. That, no, that was it. But uh, no, no. I was just going to say, I don't, I've, I've never been grossed. I've been thrown up on. Mm-hmm. I've had poop on my fingers. It's just, none of it grosses me out. Yeah. Like when they're like fifteen, man, like ugh, come on, you know. Yeah. But like <laughs> when they're kids, man, they're so helpless, and and you know that they're yours. They they need your help, and I think it's just, it's just um, you know, you're, you're a protection thing. Like you know what I mean. You're trying to take care of your kid. You're trying to raise them this that, and the other, help them be a father, be a mom, and so it just becomes natural. It's just like the earth, the universe, just like all right, this is this is this is part of reproduc- reproducing. Yeah. You know, this comes natural to you. The poop and all that. Yeah, is it a pain? Can you smell? Can you make a face? Yeah, but you you don't you don't care about it. You don't. You know. You're so in love with that you're baby. So, yeah. yeah. You nah. just want everything that's good for them. So yeah, right. I got I got a little fudge on my finger. All right. Yeah. Congrats. How was the first time when you saw your child? So I got to cut the umbilical cord. Oh. Right. Um. So before our labor wasn't long at all, which we got lucky. You know, we went in. It was like a shift. Seven to three thirty, we were out. <laughs> so we were there, and I remember like. Wait, you went in at seven in the morning. You were gone by three thirty. Yeah. Well, she was born at four o six, so maybe like a little after four, she was she was done already. She was out. Um. But I remember being in the room, and the doctor, like, I was like, I have all the questions, and she's like, All right, calm down. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Where should I stand? I don't want to be the way what should i cut and she's like all right well don't cut anything <laughs> she's like i'm gonna, hold, we, I'm gonna take this yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> she's like don't cut Jenny's anything got she's got the scissors in her. I'm like all right hold on yeah, yeah. it's not out <laughs> yet <laughs> chill out rainbow <laughs> basically and she's like take a breath you're gonna we'll tell you where to stand i was like okay okay that, that so, is jenny though yeah that is full blow me you know and i can only imagine you should have seen my face i saw you know i I see her little starting to cradle her. Crown, yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, it's coming on. The doctor's like, it's here. I was like, what should I do? She's like, calm down, nothing. Don't do anything. So I'm like, all right. And- oh, wait. You, I'm sorry, I cut you off. But you, you decided to look? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. there. I was in there. I was like, can I film this? My partner was like, no. I was like, you got it. I'm like, mental, mental pictures. I'm like, I'll put all this away. It's like iPhone watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google glasses. <laughs> I'm gonna get this shit. Because I'm out of control. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, you know why it didn't gross me out at all. I was in tears. My partner was in tears. It was just beautiful to me. You know, I cut the umbilical cord. I panicked because there was blood everywhere. And they're like, "It's okay. This is normal." It's, yeah. yeah, it's not her blood. I was like, "Is she okay?" They're like, "She's fine." You know, they put her under the little warm lamp. No. Um, I went over and like the diaper looked like it was huge. She was six pounds nine ounces. I'm like, she? How am I gonna pick her up? She's so six small. Six pounds nine ounces. Yeah, oh, she's tiny, tiny. tiny yeah. Um, but then just holding her, I was like, oh wow, like you're mine. Like yeah. you know, I get to take you home and you live there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, just reality. I'm responsible for you. Yeah. That's how I felt. I yeah. was like, wow, like I'm literally responsible for your life. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. you're gonna depend on us and. But like I said, clarity, and I was just, everything we went through and so much planning behind it, we're just so in love with the baby. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's that's really good. Um, but, I, well, I, but I was thinking, so again, got to be freaking vulnerable. I don't even know why I'm like keeping this, like <laughs> this thing a secret, but my deep rooted reasons why I want a daughter as opposed to a son, it's because I've had such a rough no, I don't want to say that because it hasn't been rough. <laughs> but <laughs> it's 
my life as a man has been very sour. So I don't know if I would be able to raise a man as how he should be raised. Okay. So I would rather have the daughter because I believe that I can raise her to be a woman. I can guarantee you the day, when the day comes and you do have your first child, regardless if it's a boy or girl, you're going to raise them fine. You're going to look at them and it's like, it's like Jenny says, like I said, you look at them and you're like, I'm responsible for you. Mm-hmm. You're actually going to step up. You're going to remember how you were with your father or maybe how you were with your siblings and things like that. And you're going to like, I'm going to take all the good and use that. And I'm going to take all the good that I've learned that I don't want to repeat from them and pass that on to you and make sure that I'm doing the right job and have a line of communication where if I am doing something wrong, you gotta let me know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's just, I think a normal fear that you're, that you're feeling. I, I didn't know if I wanted a boy or a girl. I obviously I have two girls now and I'll never have my name passed on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, you, you never know a, 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 a woman might want to keep that last name. Correct. Yeah, that's that's true. But you know, but the odds of that are a lot sure, sure smaller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's you'll kick ass no matter what you do. So don't don't. I hope so. Yeah, but but because I also time. want it. I remember if I had a boy, I'm like, all right, I gotta because I know my relationship with my father. I love my dad, but there's things that he does that I don't 100 percent agree with, and I wanted to make sure that all right cool i have a son i'm gonna make sure that you don't feel what your dad feels mm-hmm. so i think you would kick ass if you were if you had a boy right and you're definitely gonna kick ass whether you have a girl or not but i'm just saying like never fear that so right now i hear you but like no but girls but like, are fun because girls love their dads so. but like but like you know years and years of not necessarily somebody directly saying you're not a man but can com- but comparing like you know going after a girl or whatever sure. and then them seeing what they think is the man and I'm like, damn, I'm nowhere near that. What the hell? You know, or, or whatever, or like, or even not even with the girls with the just peers, you know how men are to other men, you know? And you're sure. like, damn, I'm not, I, I'm not that. So like, why would I want to try to raise that? I would just raise another me. And clearly, well, not clearly, but like you can see that it hasn't been the best of times. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I think it goes back to that. <laughs> so that sweet 16 that me and you went, went to. Yeah. Um, that person made a speech during that day saying that it does take a village. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to acknowledge your flaws and your issues and you communicate that to, to your village, then that child will be raised how you see fit, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so regardless of how you were brought up, I don't, you know, I, damn, this is what there's, this is what a man's supposed to look like. This the village, the village, as long as you are honest with yourself and the child and the people around you that you might want to communicate that to, I think uh, everything else will just come full circle. My opinion. All right, no, but no, no. Thank you for that. But like that, that was like that's like the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It, it, it's it, scary. Look, man, parent, parenthood is scary. <laughs> it's scary. You know. Mm-hmm. I watch her like climb something small. I'm like, oh man, you know, she's gonna <laughs> break her neck or something. Yeah. Um. So, Ricardo, what did you think fatherhood would be like? And has it lived up to your assumption? Wow. What do I think fatherhood would be like? Not, not. The, I don't. I don't think anybody. I don't think you ever know what being a parent is going to be like. You know, you see the movies, you see this. Like you always say, like 
For example, you see how people like take care of a kid or something. Like, oh, I take care of my kids; they're completely different. <laughs> this, that, that, and the other. But then you actually have the kid, and then it all makes sense. Yeah. Because I think there's similarities in every child and in every parent. You go through all these emotions, and I think that when you're not a parent and you're about to be one, it's completely different. And when you are one, it's just like I don't know, man. The emotions are all different. You know, it's completely different. It's kind of like. It's your first day you're about to start, like, or you just got hired for a new job. You're expecting things to go one way. Man, I'm going to go there, this, that, that, and the other's going to go like this, it's going to go like that. One week in, you're like, shh, man, it's either good, it's either bad, or I'm like, all right, I can adapt to this, you know, and I think, I think that's everything in life, parenthood, whatever, you know, and I think, so being a parent is just like anything else, like, but something exciting, obviously, it's like when you go on a field trip when you're a kid. You know, you always have that excitement. You're up super early <laughs> before everything because you know you're going on a field trip that day. But, like, you know, you went on a field trip. It was cool. But you don't know what to expect. You know, it's just that's that's what being a parent is. But then once you're actually in the role, it's just awesome, man. They're in front of you at all times. I think I only truly felt like a father, I want to say, when she became a year and a half, two. Because the whole, those first two years, I'm just like, am I really a dad? Because they're not communicating to you. Yeah. They're not. They're still small. They look at you. They hold you. You know, you don't know how you feel about how they feel towards you. You know, it's it's really weird. Like, I remember being very stressed out once and um, crying in front of my daughter who was like maybe four months old. I was going through some stuff and, you know, some some kind of depression at that time for a lot of different reasons. And I turned to her and I said, all I want from you is a hug. And she's just, a baby's just like flaring her arm. She has no idea what I'm <laughs> saying or doing. And then it's just like, if I ask her for that now, she'll hug me. Right. You know? Yeah. So those first two years of being a, a parent, it's just like, I don't know. Am I really a parent? Like, is this real? It's still, it, it, it takes a while for it to kick in. Mm. But then after, uh, you get it, you know? Because everything's new, especially on your first child. Mm-hmm. I think my second one when they come it'll be a little bit easier in that that's sense. That's what they say. The yeah. second one's much easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one's, I mean, nerve wracking. And I told Jenny, I'm like, you know, you wait until you have your daughter. It's gonna be completely different than, mm-hmm. than your stepson. Yeah. Completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you love him this that, and the other, but wait until she she is 100 percent yours. This is your first experience. So I'm sure she can vouch for that. Yeah, I mean, it's the same question. Yeah. What did you think of motherhood? What What did you think motherhood would be like, and has it lived up to your assumption? I expected it to be stressful, you know. Um, mm. I knew we were going to have lack of sleep and stress, but honestly, none of that bothers me. You know, I have become a light sleeper because she makes a small noise. I'm like, what is that? What's happening? <laughs> and my partner's like, calm down. She's breathing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's breathing. I'll go back to sleep, you know. Um, but it's been fun. To me, every, like, milestone, like, you know, her first smile, her picking up her head, I'm like, to me, I'm like, oh, my God, such a big deal. Yeah. Like, like record this. But I, I ran out of space on my iPhone. I'm like, <laughs> I need, I'm like, I need to back all this yeah. stuff up, pay for more storage. Because you just, you don't want to miss any moment. Sure. You know? Um, and I expect it to be, you know, stressed out. and But it's all that. It's just 
it, it's erased, you know, it's none of that matters. Like I said, I get home from work and I look forward, I, you know, I look forward to holding the baby and feeding her and changing the diapers, yeah. you know, and doing baby talk. And it's, it's, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And, you know, shout out to my partner because she's on maternity leave right now. And I, I would not like to be in her shoes, you know, I'll be going crazy just being in the house cooped or up not. doing it or not i, I wouldn't it's also know an assumption you know I, that's true i took yeah. three weeks off and you know it, it was good for me it was enough for me like i got to spend time with the baby you know i still wake up at night we take turns you know feeding the baby changing the baby um you know we tag team everything which is awesome um i don't know if i could do it the 24 hours all day without you know, having a uh, adult conversation with someone or having something to like stimulate my brain, you yeah, know. Right. Um, but, you know, I expected it to be a lot more stressful than it is. You know, my little peanut, she sleeps <laughs> through the night. She eats like a champ. I don't, I think the only time she cries is when she's hungry. So it's similar to me, you know, <laughs> it's the only time I get cranky. Um, so it's been a dream. It's It's been really, really good. No, that's awesome. That's good. Um, Ricardo. Mm. When did you guys decide to have another go at it? When did we decide to have the second? Um, I think it was basically when we moved into this home. Mm. Uh, we moved here in February of last year. and um, Or the process into moving into a bigger place. Because before where we lived, it was a two-bedroom, but it was very, very, very small two-bedroom, which both of you have been to, and that's nowhere to have three kids at all. Right. And um, I think it just came to it was it, we had talked about it on and off for about over the past year and a half. And, you know, I thought I was still I thought I didn't think we were going to be having one already this coming March, uh, this coming February. Sorry. Um, I thought maybe it would be like in the summer or maybe almost closer to like 2023. Uh, but no, you know, it's I get it. She she feels a certain way. She she's also 37 think she's 37 yeah 37 and um you know she feels like you know her biological clock also has to be paid attention to which is different for a man i can do things differently that she can't so so yeah i think it was uh, definitely within the last year we had decided that all right we can we can do this more pressure from her than from me but sure sure but i did also start you know adding things up and looking at the equation i'm like all right i'm also going to be 42 i don't want to wait too much longer either it's right. like i had said before so right right yeah yeah because um i actually have it's perfect that you said what you said because i do have this quote from her that she shared yeah um at, well not on, on the deal no, no, not the deal. No, 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 no. Like, excuse me. No, no, no. No, no, that's fine. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, look, you're not gonna be part of the show, but uh, do you have a quote? <laughs> no, 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 no. From our group chat, and I thought this, ah, was, I thought this was very okay. poignant. Oh wow! Because she was just like, um, she was like, listen here, pregnancy after 35 is not for the faint of heart. I remember this. I understand why it's a geriatric pregnancy after 35. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm waiting for the glow, but until then, I'm just thankful it's summertime for two and a half more weeks. Also, toddlerhood, just real fucked up. The end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. To- toddlerhood, is, yeah, I remember that. I actually remember that. that was probably like a good like two, three months ago, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah I remember 8, that. 8, 12, 21. Huh? 8, 12, 21. Yeah, about two. Yeah, about two months ago. Mm. Or a month ago. Or yeah. A month and a yeah. half. 
Yeah, no, it's um, toddlerhood is definitely that's you can you can do a whole podcast on toddlerhood. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> save that for another time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but um, so when I so when I saw that, I also stumbled upon uh this article about uh Aaron Andrews. You know what that is? I am not familiar. Enough. All right, well, that's a sportscaster, and uh, uh, it says Aaron Andrews is undergoing her seventh round of IVF. She says it's a t- it's a ton of mental and physical anguish, and um, it was. Uh, Did you share this on on any of your social media accounts? A link about this? Maybe. Or I I, I feel like I've I've yeah seven or eight rounds of yeah she's a news broadcaster. It's yeah, a, yeah yeah. Well uh, no sports sport yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah sorry sorry but yeah yeah I've I, I've seen it but go ahead yeah yeah so um says the sportscast it says the sportscaster took. To her blog to share that she is currently in her seventh round of IVF, which stands for in vitro fertilization, in hopes to become pregnant with her with her and her NHL player husband Jarrett Stahl's first child. the The former Dancing with the Stars host is now who is now forty three wrote that she's been undergoing treatments since she was thirty five. Writing at forty three, my body my body is kind of stacked against me. The entire treatment takes such a mental and emotional toll on your body she wrote you feel like shit you feel bloated and hormonal for a week and a half you go through this whole experience and you get absolutely nothing out of it that's the crazy part it's a ton of money it's a ton of time it's a ton of mental and physical anguish the sportscaster said and more times than not they're unsuccessful i think that's why a lot of people choose to be quiet about it because maybe we feel as if this is something we have to do and we don't want to jinx it on the other hand, we can also feel like we're a failure as females or to our partners. Despite the stigma, Andrews declared that those IVF journeys are warriors for going through all of this. The fraternity, the fraternity clinic, well, can't, why, why can't I say that? <laughs> the fraternity clinic can sometimes be so full, it's heartbreaking. But we really yeah. aren't alone here, she noted. You never know who else is going through this. It could be another coworker or the person making your coffee every day. There are more people than you think. Based on what you just said there, that that just while you were reading that, like I went into like a deep thought, and I remember seeing something not too long ago. Maybe it's around Mother's Day or something like that. But somebody had put a post somewhere on one of the social media and said, "You need, you really need to stop asking women. So when are you going to have kids?" Uh, you know, why don't you have a kid yet? This, that, that, and the other. And I think after having had my daughter go through an IVF and seeing my wife go through all this stuff, uh, I'm like, that makes complete sense. You need to stop asking people, why don't you have a kid? Or, oh, you'd be such a good mom. This, that, you really don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be a little more sensitive to, uh, you know, it's not, it's not just, not everybody's just going to pop a kid out. It's just, that's just the world we live in. Society right. completely different now than it used to be. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's actually always gone on, but uh, now it's just out there in the open. So, but yeah, That's yeah, seven rounds of IVF. I can't even imagine. Man. I know. I, mean, I was. I was. She's a champ because yeah. I, I I can't imagine. She's really determined. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of determination. I think my wife would have given up after two rounds. Yeah, Hands especially down. keeping her spirits up because they down. you said they haven't been successful at all. No. Right. Yeah. So that's and, and if not, is she is she married? This bro- yeah, she is, yeah, yes, 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 she yeah, is. husband, yeah. I don't know. I, it either would have been my wife or me. I would have given up after probably the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's so strenuous on a relationship 
and on both bodies in general. Sure, you know? absolutely. And you have no, and you have your own demons that you have to battle in day in and day out mm-hmm. with work, with your own family. You mm-hmm. know, it's crazy. So I, I kudos to her. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, and and like you were saying, and like you were saying, and like this, like she said that the fertility clinic. I don't know why I can't, <laughs> but um, it says yeah, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's so full, you yeah. know, and yeah. like yeah. and um, I saw this other article that said almost one in twenty babies in Australia are born through IVF. One out of wow. twenty in Australia. Wow. Yeah, and it says it is estimated that in the last forty years, more than eight million babies have been born through IVF wow. glo- globally, a, a significant contribution to the population. Wow. Holy crap. Eight million have been born through IVF globally. Yeah, in, that's it in the past forty years. Past forty. Forty. That's it. Eight million babies. Well, you expect more, no? You think so? Eight million is a big number for forty years. <laughs> forty years. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you remember these clinics are full. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you're right. Even that's crazy. for us, we went in the heart of COVID. So, like, and we're just in this area of the yeah. country. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect, you know, in other other big metropolitan areas. Or even yeah. Or even, a, but I guess it makes, well, you know what? It does make sense. Eight million in 40, in 40 years. years. You know yeah. why? Because IVF is expensive. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has the luxury of being able to do IVF. Mm. So there's your facts. So yes, eight yeah. million makes sense. <laughs> now that I think about it, my, anthropolo- my anthropological like, thing, <laughs> I have to kick in and start thinking about demographics. and Yeah, co- yeah that makes sense. Hmm. But money has a lot big factor to do as to why only eight million. Because mm-hmm. if everybody had the option. Oh, there'll be so many more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hands down. Um, so Jenny... On the on the twentieth, it's a special day. It's your birthday, so happy birthday in advance. What? Thank you. When's yours, Marty? <laughs> but you also have another special day. Can you tell us what's so significant about August twenty sixth? Oh, that is. <laughs> so August twenty sixth, I bought my first home, um, and I also got engaged the following year on August twenty sixth. And then, Congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then actually we just, that was uh, our anniversary. Um, then I'm, I'm sorry. So you must have gotten this from my social media. I'm like, how do you know about this date? See, I told you that's how you got September 20th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it, it like is Ricardo's very this significant. Picture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that limo one. It, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it is a very important, significant date. Yep, because I proposed actually at our house on August 20th. At the anniversary of our first year in that home, I proposed, you know, in our home. Um, and then we just celebrated our, our three years in that in that home. And, you know, by adding a new You've addition. You've been in this house three years already? Three years, yeah. No, you haven't. I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Someone's yeah. in trouble. I know. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Martini's my ride, so I'll be, I'll be heading out. <laughs> um, uh, so I mean, I only have like one last question for Jenny. Um, even though this one like is still new, do you do you would you want to have another? Absolutely. So currently we have four frozen, um, and right. we know the sex. We have two boys, two girls, hmm. and you oh, know cool. what? Surprisingly, my partner is already like, "Hey, when are we having?" I'm like, "Whoa, girl, this one still has the <laughs> price tag. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, right? like, like, hold off, you know." And she's like, "You know, we already have two. What's three? 
and she's very adamant about me carrying and I'll, and she told me like a couple of weeks ago she's like fine if you don't want to carry I'll just do it again and I'm like did you like it she's like honestly I kind of miss being pregnant and I'm like who are you <laughs> you know you you've met her you yeah, know of course, she is of the opposite of yeah, that yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like okay you know but I told her you know where it, it's up for discussion right now I I might actually take a stab at it and carry the next one um and like ricardo said you know i don't know if i want all four <laughs> one more right, sure. you know one more definitely um and then we'll just i guess figure out what to do with the, sure. the other embryos yeah yeah that's awesome yeah that's um cool. well i mean well we're almost uh uh done with the podcast you know of course if you're a long time listener we have uh the the last question with the and um the skin deeps the and card edition game um but I have told our guests that since I've been doing all these questions and stuff, they have the opportunity to ask questions to me. So they get three apiece. Um, I have been trying to do this uh, more often for my guests because I kind of feel bad, you know, because I am a private person. But at the same time, you know, like it, it'd be fun to see the stuff that they come up with and me particularly why they came up with that question in the first place. So, um, all right. So I leave it up to you guys. So go ahead. You want me to ask the first one? Yeah. Ask the first one. Um, so a few years ago you had told me to, um, look into this book called the five love languages. Oh yes. All right. That's a good book. I have like three editions of it. Do you, (laughs) Do you, uh, would you be able to share with us what your love language actually is? And do you agree with, obviously, when you actually read the book, you actually have to do your own little work and to find like, okay, this is my love language. Do you agree with what the book has said that your love language is? And why do you think that is your love language? Okay. So absolutely. Because first off, my love language is physical touch. And I won't go through all of them again. Do you again want to hold hands while we talk about it? <laughs> I won't go through all of them again just because, like, the past, like, two episodes, like, I, I've been uh, talking about it with, like, other guests Oh, and I'm stuff. sorry. I didn't... No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, it's no, no, no worries. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, physical touch, absolutely, number one, 1,000%. It's true. I actually need to, like, reread it again, but I don't even need the book to realize that uh, because, for one, I absolutely – I love like to hug. I love to hold hands. Affection, yeah. Uh, totally all the way. I yeah. love to hold hands, hug, hold, um, intimacy, you know, sex. I love like all those things. They give me like a super, super rush, mm-hmm. you know? And um, the the way that I found that out was um, a couple years ago, I went out with this um, with this girl and before before we like got together or whatever she was like listen you know i have like this thing or whatever where um i don't like i don't like being touched and i was like oh okay that's i mean that sounds normal she's like no 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 you don't understand like i don't like like being like touched like don't touch me <laughs> you know and i'm wow. like i'm like for like for what because like she had a particular thing like all right you know how i don't know let's say you go to a party or something like that and someone either uh gives you like a handshake or maybe like with girls like oh my god hey how you doing and you just hug like she hated that breach of like yeah you're you're in my personal space you're in my space space, and i like i literally just met you so she hated that so like she made a boundary like i I don't like that i was like oh all right i'm not gonna offend you whatever cool no problem so we like started dating for like a couple weeks and stuff like that 
And I just noticed something was just off. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I mean, I was like, whatever. I don't know. This is before you knew that touch was your your love language. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then, um, and I remember the one time when we like, we, it was probably like five, five or six weeks in or whatever. And I was at her house. She had a hammock. We both got into the hammock and then, um, we like we finally held held hands because like she was comfortable with me and like euphoria it just like it was just like it was just insane i was like oh my god like this feels amazing and we were just holding hands yeah. and i was like holy shit like that was it like affection yeah. like like real skin to skin affection like mm-hmm. that's what it was then i started doing research and i was like oh five love languages what the hell is that so um i was reading it and i was like oh my god that's it that's my love language right there. My second one is um, words of affirmation. Because yes. um, me personally, I don't like praise, but I like acknowledgement. So I don't want you to be like, oh, because to me, praise is opinion and acknowledgement is fact. It's true. So it's like, oh, Martini, whatever. I don't know. Like, you're the greatest. Eh, shut up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like, oh, thanks, Martini, for doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you did a good job on that. Like, that gets me like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I remember. Uh, uh, funny you should say that because I had another podcast of what was it? It wasn't about fatherhood, but it was something where I asked my friend the question. I was like, "Do you think I'd be a good father?" Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, you'd be a freaking great father." And then he gave all the uh, reasons why, and it made me feel good because of what we were talking about today. You know, so um, yeah, so I knew. Yeah, words of affirmation is my second. Uh, touches my first, like absolute, and like. And that's a big thing. For, well, everybody should know what their uh, love language is so you can speak it to each other because yeah. I, cause now I refuse to have anybody. Who, I don't want to say they need to be as affectionate as me, but like, man, like if we're not like caressing or like stuff like that, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm going to feel depleted. I'm yeah. going to feel rejected. I, I can't. I can't. Like it, it's very important. It's very important to me to like hold your hand and whatever. Be you know, be affectionate with you. So, okay. so that cool. Yeah. So. Thank you. No problem. So, um, let's see. Oh damn, I, she I, wrote, I wrote it them down. down. Yo, she I, wrote I, I it down. <laughs> oh, so you guys were cons- conspiring against me. I'm sorry. She wanted to know if, if what I thought. I'm like, look, they're great. They're your questions. They're awesome. Where they look third grade? Is that what you said? I said no, they no. look great. They look great. Oh, I thought I thought you said no. that. I thought you, I thought you, no, I thought you, I thought you said that like they no, would they, look they would look third questions. grade no, like they were no, like no, 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 babyish or no, something. No. All right, Martini, Lexi. So, what moment in your life, if you could, would you do over? Whether it was a good moment or a bad moment, and why? Wow. Mm. A moment that I can do over? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question though. Um, well, one, the beginning of this damn podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the story that we heard. <laughs> I was like, the story of how we met. <laughs> <The> po- <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, um, wow. The thing that I would do over, oh my God, I, I don't know. I've never really thought of that. And, and that's like a. That's a common question that would be asked, but I I don't know. I want I want to I don't want to skip it. I want to give an answer, but I I'm trying to see what comes to my head first. Um, 
something that I would do over. Wow. It's okay. I, I don't, I really don't have something, but my mind keeps going around something with my ex fiance. Okay. So it has to be something around there. I, I, but I just can't pinpoint what that what is. Exactly. Yeah. Is. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, <we'll cry> on. <laughs> oh, you want, oh, you want me to answer? I, I, I don't, I, I, you know, you know cause how, I really? wouldn't cause like, okay, I, I wouldn't want to get back with her. There's no point, you know, our issues would still be the same, whatever they were, you know, um, um, I don't know. And I wouldn't want to, uh, I wouldn't want to say, oh, let, you know, let's start over to like be more of what she wanted because then that would be less of me. Of you. Yeah. yeah. That's not fair. You know? Yeah. So I, I, sense, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would want to do over. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe like, maybe, you know what? To do this earlier in life. Podcasting. You know, or like, not even necessarily podcasting. Um, oh, perfect. Me being happy with myself to do this. Okay. Because I remember listening to the old podcast. And I remember Ricardo uh, dropped this gem where he said like a little bit of the factor of why he like took so long, whatever, arguably was that um, he wasn't happy with himself. So if he wasn't happy with himself, how could he be happy with you to do what he needs to be to be with you? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like if I were more concentrated on myself the way that I am now, yeah. I would have loved to have done this earlier and who knows where I, I would be. Not to say that I need to be famous or anything like that, but just to find fulfillment earlier in life. Of course. That Yeah. to find I would have loved to find myself earlier in life. Bam, there you go. <laughs> that's a good one though I agree with that I so like that. there right. you go question number two I wrote this one down just so I don't hold on yes your, your question number two but the third question asked what this is your number two but this is going to be the third question asked oh total yeah yeah yeah, yeah cause we just get three right yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah. I was like wait hold on like, <laughs> alright alright let's say you're in a perfect relationship mm-hmm. every check every box ticks off right you know everything's going great sure five years down into the relationship you have to give up one of these three what are you going to give up Mm -hmm. sex terms of endearment sight oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and why Uh, I would give up terms of endearment. Wow. Okay. Why? I would give up terms of endearment. Is there a reason why over sex and sight? I I I was talking with somebody the other day. Um, damn, what was it? I guess we were just talking about like loss or whatever. Oh, damn, what did that person lose? I don't know. It was something. But then I was like, man, that like that sucks. Oh, I think I think I don't know what that person like lost. I forget. But then we were talking about things that we were willing to lose and we're like oh man you know yeah like yeah losing like a leg would be like horrible but the thing that i would be devastated if i lost would i would be either be my sight or yeah. my hearing yeah i would die yeah. i would die yeah. i would i would like just kill me 
Just kill me right now. Just I, I can't. I can't live with either or. Like, that's horrible. So, like, I'm definitely keeping sight. Sight, yeah. And the sex just goes with the physical touch. The terms of endearment, that would hurt because that kinda... Words of endearment. Sorry, I'm, I'm in terms of endearment. Right. Uh, uh, terms of endearment, right? Is it terms or words? No, no, no. It's terms. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, no. But I was saying the terms of, in, the terms of endearment hmm. kind of uh, cradle the words of affirmation. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I'm like, you know. But... The physical touch is number one. Yeah, I, I can't lose that. You know yeah. what I mean? I, like, or, or I would rather not lose that. So, like, yeah, give me the sex and the sight. And, I mean, in terms of endearment, all right, so you don't call me baby anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, or, like yeah, yeah. My, or, like, my love bug, whatever. That would suck, you know, because I don't want to be... No, but I, I, I guess I mean more when it comes to endearment. I mean more, like, in the sense where your partner actually stops and tells you, I just want to let you know that you're the love of my life. You mean the world to me. Right, things of that nature. So that, it's kind of like, is. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's, you know, it's not kinda, just like hey baby or uh, <laughs> hey, hey shookums, right. you know. Not, not talking about, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I mean that would hurt because that would hurt because because then you never really know what they're feeling. You never know what they're feeling, but also you need that reassurance. I need that reassurance. I should exactly. say that I personally need that reassurance. Yeah, because have you ever had? just a relationship based on sex after and sometimes you're like that was just sex I, how does this person feel about me though right 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 yeah it's yeah, a yeah. really unsettling feeling no you know no I mean? so, absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. but no but like i get it because like i need that i need that reassurance that like wow yeah. one i'm doing good and two yeah you really love me so like that's great and out of the blue i don't need i don't need none of that freaking like sure sure uh not not uh mechanical or whatever sure, sure, or yeah, routine yeah. that's yeah, what the yeah, world's yeah, looking yeah. for like the routine stuff I, I like i don't need any of that like out of the blue, like oh my god, like you know, like I'm so glad I met you and stuff like that. That's that's funny that you say that because like I'll look on Instagram and I'll see you know whatever happy couples and shit like that. But but the thing that I really look for is like when the woman is really harping off on the guy, and I'm like, damn, like I did. I I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm not gonna like you know. um talk bad about her I, I wouldn't but like my ex-fiance did do some of that but man i would fucking love for somebody to do that for me yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like oh my god like like you man you ladies don't know what you missed out on to let him to to let this one go or something like that you know what i mean i would fucking love that yeah. so it's hard yeah, yeah it's hard but i would still have to choose the sex because the physical okay. touch okay but yeah by the way, just to let you know, uh, based on the thing you're talking about, you couldn't lose sight or hearing, especially on piggybacking on hearing. If you haven't seen the movie Sound of Metal, watch it. I've never even heard of that. Yes. <laughs> it was it was Oscar nominated last year. Really? For a reason. Yeah. It's about a drummer who ends up losing his hearing. It's mm. incredible. Wow. Incredible. incredible. Okay. Sound of Metal. All right. I'll write that down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Next one's real easy. What made you get into podcasting? Why podcasting? Oh, again, because I, I have, I have, okay, two reasons. One, because I've been doing all this insightful, like, things and introspective things, literally, like, my whole life, I have come to realize that I love, I was born for, uh, forms of expression like whether it's through podcasting i also write as well so like i'm a writer 
I just love to express that, but that doesn't mean one, I'm an expert at it or two, you should believe what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, that's my mode. That's my modus operandi. You know, that's my, that's my MO. Like I love to express. I love to, I'm opinionated. Um, I'm, I've actually come to find that I'm like very opinionated, <laughs> very opinionated. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just like sharing my opinion on things, but mainly more so dissecting things too. And I and I'm so mad. Oh, there's another thing for your other question about like what would you have done if you wanted to like do something over? I wish I I wish I would have taken sociology. Because everybody has told me when I start talking talking to them about like things and stuff like that about human relations, they're like, Yo, did you go to school for sociology? Yeah. Like you're that. really you're really good at this. Definitely could say that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, No, I don't even know how to spell that <laughs> 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 You know, and uh, and but the thing is like I, I and I don't even know when it started, but I, I am so obsessed with like relationships. Like, why did they form? Why did they break up? Yeah. This is so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> this like, man will rush down <laughs> to see me at any time to talk about anything relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's amazing. I, but I don't know why. Like, But, but like, I just love it. Like, I, everything about it. Like, why things broke up? Why are you with this person? Like, why do things form? Like, like everything about it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, so that's why I'm so happy that you know, I'm using this podcasting stuff to talk about like, you know, relationship stuff and like more serious things like this all, all under yeah. the uh, umbrella of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and that's why it's so fulfilling because I, I, I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose and it's great. So, awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's my turn. Yes. Last one. All right. No, it's not the last no, one. La- last one of mine. Oh, yeah, third, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Tell me what your th- three bucket list items but meaningful i don't want to hear you want to bungee jump i don't want to hear i'm scared of heights so yeah, okay but, great. <laughs> but, but you get what i'm saying like, yeah yeah, yeah. Know, i want to go with a fancy restaurant you <laughs> nah, just three bucket list without a doubt items um or even just one or two but yeah i am curious to hear a bucket I, list May, may, okay, I can definitely give you one. Maybe when I start talking, maybe the uh, yeah, other two will for, for, formulate. Fine. You can segue into that. After. But 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 one definitely because I, I had this thought in my head because I'm because I'm um I'm preparing an episode talking about um like the like psycho no what is it like the pseudo there you go not psycho the pseudo science of me so like I took like. Like the, uh, the personality. Te- well, I, I didn't take it. I, I know what it is. <laughs> but like, I took like my per- like personality test. Sure. Um, enneagrams, all this stuff. Like, just to just like see how I am, and like like ninety percent of it's pretty true. But but there was one thing of like, there there was another uh, episode that I did was just you know st- stuff that like I love and and what about me? Like just just conventional things and one of the bucket list things i don't know how this would even ever happen but um one of, one of the things like for me i love uh um uh 
orchestral scores, oh, like nice. soundtracks. Okay. Soundtracks of movies. So I used to, back in the day, I used to, when I would see a movie, I would get the accompanying soundtrack and I would just like listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. And like, like so like especially with the movies that I love, like like Gladiator, great soundtrack. And like um It is. I agree. <laughs> like 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 Hans Zimmer is like phenomenal. Like James Horner Tenet. and all that stuff. Well, I'm sorry? Tenet. Ten is good. <laughs> um Isn't that Hans Zimmer? Is it? No, 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 no. No, that oh, that's the guy who did I think that's the guy who did uh The Mandalorian, like Ludwig or something. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I think okay. so. But regardless. But yeah, regardless, yeah. But yeah, yeah, And like, you know, like Batman v Superman, he did the... Uh, oh, and uh, ah, James Newton Howard. Love him because he does a lot of... Uh, well, he used to do a lot of uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies. Yes. And um, so I just got a cups into that. Ever listen to the God of War stuff? No, no. It's good? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So like... Um, and I don't know why, but like I'll I'll listen to it like in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like like yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. so fucking like nerd. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like for okay. real. Like yeah, if yeah. I like went down to like some like hood or whatever, like you're gonna be like, oh, and people yeah. are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is he playing Arkham Knight? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I, like go because I think it came when I I used to like I loved um chorus back in the day mm-hmm. like in like high school yeah, 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 yeah. I used to love a uh, chorus and I was a first I was a bass then it became a tenor then it became just baritone and I loved to do like acapella and stuff like that but I guess that's where it came from but um I just love hearing music like that and like one one day I just came up I was like man that would be awesome to just like go to like like a studio where they're already like doing something let's mm, say they're actually like, watching know, them filming like i don't know spider-man or something. Sure, sure, sure. and they're doing it and i would love to conduct yeah be able to conduct okay you know i would just lo- like i don't need to be on a stage you know like in like real time with like an audience or something but just just let me do a song that i know um, again, I don't know how to conduct. I was going to say, do you know how to conduct? <laughs> no, I don't. Like that. Me too. I was, I was like, like, all right. No, 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 no. Hidden no. talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know how to. I don't know how to conduct. But like, you, you know the feeling. You know the yeah, rhythm yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, know yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I would just go by that. But right. I would just, I would die if I would be able, if I was able to That's do that. That's cool. Okay. And, and you know what? That's I, different. Yeah, of course. And I would not gonna lie. I would probably cry. Okay. Like legit cry That's cool. if, if I would be able to do that. A happy cry. I'm, t- I'm, yeah. I'm team oh, yeah. cry over here. Like, <laughs> I get it. So, it's all good. But yeah. But yeah. Awesome. My last question. That's your last one? Cool. Um, in your life, what three people have inspired you the most? Jesus. <laughs> Don't say my last name. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> it was Jesus one of them. <laughs> and why Ricardo? <laughs> um, all joking, guys. I'm probably not even on here. <laughs> hmm. Three people that have inspired me. You know what? Okay, this is going to sound weird. Because, like, when people usually say that, they usually say somebody that's, like, really, like, close to them or some and stuff like that. And, not, and that's not hating on anybody that... I know that's close to me or family and stuff like that. But I would say the three people um, who inspire me is, is one um, is uh, my favorite director, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, that's your favorite director. My favorite director. Amazing. I like, I pretty much love, actually I do love all his movies. Sure, some of them are like whatever stinkers, whatever. <laughs> you know, but like I still appreciate him just because he just really, really does think outside of the box with stuff like thing with with his 
thoughts and ideas and i admire that a lot um i don't know and i think that's just very enduring especially when people are against you too because there was a time like maybe after like his third movie people were like oh this guy's like a one hit wonder yeah. Yeah. Like, i think it was like after the last airbender or something like that no no even before, even that, before it was, that it was the village I, I was just okay. get out of my head and be like i mean the village who was the main actor in that one uh walking phoenix and bryce dallas howard yeah yeah that was that was her first movie with him, and then the second one was uh, Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. Which I absolutely loved. I know a lot of people hate that movie, and that's fine. <laughs> but I love that film. What, are you no, guys no, that? <laughs> no, I was going to say, a lot of people hate that movie, Lady in the Water. I thought it was awesome. Very, you know, it it blows your mind. And, and, you I, know? and I get and I get the the story of why that was even made. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Which one was the one with Mark Wahlberg? The Happening. That was that was supposed and the the thing with that is is like and you never you never be able to tell by watching it but like that was like his kind of like rendition of like a what is it a B movie not a B what is it a B rated like, movie no 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 like isn't that what it is like uh what's that thing I know a lot of people that in the listening right now they're probably like you idiot it's this yeah. um <laughs> like a uh, you no. know how you know how it, it's already like you already know it's like not a dumb movie but like uh, damn is it B movie where like you would find like something like that on like cable at like three o'clock in the morning like, like a you know hall, like you, a hallmark type no thing? like you know exactly you know exactly what kind of a movie it is like straight like, to dvd type type of scenario something like straight that like, is it yeah, a B movie? i don't know scene. i would have to look it up i'm now, yeah, now I, I get what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like that so like that was like him and his kind of rendition that's why everybody was like acting like kooky and stuff like that because that's what you would see in one of those movies at like 2 a.m in the morning but anyway um yeah, uh, like he, like yeah, he inspires me a lot. And to go against, to go against the grain, even though everybody's telling you, like, dude, you need to do it this way or stuff like that. He he really just goes by the. Um, oh no, he's true to his. To, he, to, 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 to his own horn. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really, especially with these like last three movies where he like literally finances his own films. Oh. Yeah, he, oh, he, is he really. Yeah, no, and so like now nobody can say anything to him because like. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like all I need is. He doesn't all, have any major studio backing. Well, him distributor, okay. uh, but that to like sell it out. But like so, yeah. he he puts up his own money. Okay. To do it and like that's great. Wow. So yeah, I love that. Um. Another person that inspires me, uh, you know who this is, uh, Timbaland. Ah uh, yes. Uh, one awesome. my my favorite producer in the world. Um, hands down, he's great. Um, just his creativity astounds me <laughs> like because uh, I, I love being creative too i am not a music person at all but i mean i love music but like just 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 the the soundscapes that this man creates and like it's just like ridiculous i like i love his freaking uh music and i love the stuff that he produces like i would go it was really bad back in the day because i would buy like soundtracks to movies that i didn't even see but like if he produced either the soundtrack or a uh, song on that soundtrack. I get it. it. Like, why do fools fall in love? Never saw it. <laughs> but I got the damn soundtrack. Well, you got the soundtrack on it. <laughs> got that damn soundtrack. <laughs> Thank God for streaming now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Save a lot more money. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, a third person. Um, I don't know. Uh, a third person. Oh, you know. Okay. Uh, I'll give an honorable mention. Jerry Seinfeld. Really? Wow. <laughs> that's straight out of left. I would have never expected that's, that. That's an honorable mention. Jerry Seinfeld. 
I love him. <laughs> and I know a lot of people like, I mean, I know like he's arguably like, you know, the crown, oh, greatest comedian. But everyone's like, no, it's Dave Chappelle. And, and hey, and to each their own. I'm not saying that Jerry's better than Dave. It's just two different markets, you know. But um, I don't know. I just like Jerry's uh, tenacity, how long he's been doing it. Um, I love the show Seinfeld. It's great. I can't wait for it to come on Netflix October 1st. So they're releasing the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. 100, 180 episodes all at once. Nice. Bam. Watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, to, yeah, I get, I get to like rewatch that again. Oh yeah. Um, I, I just like I don't know. I like him. And, and and I I don't know. I like I like the stuff that he he okay. When I really I mean I liked him for like a long time, but I, when I really started to like him when he was doing um, Jesus, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I was like just about to say, have you ever seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah no, I, I definitely seen it. But I remember the first episode that he did with uh, Larry David, and and it's freeform. It's freeform. All they're doing is getting coffee and stuff like that. And just like the his his insight of things just reminded me of me, where he was talking about like, you know, he was talking about you know how um, you and like your significant other will say like the girl they want you to like, oh here like here try this or like hey let's. Okay, if you're getting coffee, like I'll get coffee too. But like you might not want to get coffee. Right, but right, like right. they want you to share the same experience. Of course, you know. So let's and, and it never that never, never entered my yeah, head. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, like that makes so much fucking sense. Because like I don't know, maybe like maybe once we're off, I'll like I'll show you that like little clip. But like it was it was amazing when he said that. I was like, holy shit, like that makes so much sense. <laughs> it's not like she's That's trying to true. bother you or anything like that. Yeah, she's yeah. like, no, I want to. I want you to. St- feel what i'm feeling right now yeah, 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 so yeah. we can like connect i was like wow that's that's great that's yeah. awesome that's cool but the third person that inspires me is great um is uh john ritter wow uh, yeah <laughs> do you know what this is no do you ever watch the show three's, three's company? company no or um what's that another one uh eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter that was like that closer seen. yeah yeah he was the father but anyway, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, he's no longer with us. He actually, yeah, uh, he... ABC did actually did like a, a special called Superstar that happened maybe like two or three weeks ago. I completely missed it, but uh, I think maybe my DVR got it, so maybe I'll watch it. But like John, okay, so one Three's Company is like one of my favorite shows. It's like it's hilarious. They still like show it now, and that and that's like my mother's um favorite show like she watches it all the time Three's company's great Three's company's fantastic it it, it still hits today it does yeah yeah, it still hits today Yeah, yeah, yeah but my thing is like i love john ritter just because of his like his characteristics his like pratfalls and stuff like that like yes i i used to emulate that so much like that's why like you'll well now that you know like you'll see me like if someone like calls for something i like twitch and stuff like that because like i got that from him like because like that's like so me like i love that passed away in his early 50s if i'm so, not mistaken right i'm sorry he passed away in his early 50s probably i i, I all i know. know is that the day he died an 80s musician that i used to like a lot died the same day as oh him, really robert palmer oh word yep Damn, yep. that's crazy. I'm like, yo, and I used to love John Ritter and Robert Palmer. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Great video, yeah. but um, but yeah, like I love that guy. Like he, he, he was a perfectionist in like that show. Like he would hit things like on yeah. on the dime, and yeah. like he was he was perfect. Like it seemed natural. I yeah. I I love I love that about him, and like he's great. So like, yeah, 
I guess those are three three people. That's cool. I awesome. like it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problems. So that was it. Yeah, that was everything. You got six questions. Oh, yeah. sweet. Three out of each of us. Awesome. All right, so now I get to ask you. <laughs> so we're we're here. This is the last question of the podcast. This is from the Skin Deeps, the and self edition card game, and this is, I believe, number uh, forty nine. All right, so it's card number 49. Let's see what it has in store. Hmm. Ooh, okay. What do I yearn for that I haven't fully acknowledged yet? Jenny, go. Yeah. Maybe she's still thinking. Yeah, yeah well, me too. <laughs> Jenny, go. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Yeah. Uh, repeat that one more time. What do I yearn for that I haven't fully acknowledged yet? That I haven't fully acknowledged yet. Because how would I know I yearn it that's if a, I yeah, have it's a loaded way of yeah. uh, asking that. I've acknowledged it to myself. Yeah, let's. But I've. It's been happening for the past couple of weeks. I have been absolutely yearning for to be in a relationship again. Like yearning for it yearning for love yearning for affection all this stuff but i promised myself that i wouldn't do it until i got right with myself and also too because i know what a bump what i'm up against the female mind to say that you're not ready because you're not up to this standard that that I am looking for in a partner. Of course. Which I understand, and I can't necessarily hate on that, but it does get me angry. <laughs> but, but are you still willing to accept it if it if it, if it comes if somebody knocks on your door and a relationship is literally right around the corner? Are you going to say, "Sorry, not yet. I have some things I have to fix." I don't know because wow. because but here's the thing: the reason why I don't know is because like I don't want to happen what happened with my ex fiance. You know, yeah, where, no, I know, where yeah. I just wasn't, I just wasn't prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like I've been single. I mean, that was a loaded relationship. It would, it will be, it will be nine years in November that I've been single. All right. So, you know, I not to say that like I need to have this house and stuff like that, but like, dude, I, I mean, I I say it all the time on maybe every other episode of the the podcast. I'm 41. I live still live with my parents. And, like, I have a crap job. You know, what woman wants that? <laughs> you know? And I can't fault I can't fault the woman for that, for not wanting me. But, like, why yeah, but am I going to put myself out but there But sometimes like that? there might be somebody out there who's actually going through something similar as you and needs that companionship to actually elevate her to the next level to both get out of that same funk. Absolutely. And, so th- and, saying, and, and, might- and that's what I want, too. But that's... I believe from what I've been seeing, that's highly unlikely yeah. because like they're like, nah, well, you need to freaking, you need to get back in that easy bake oven for like five more minutes. And then, you know. <laughs> Not with today's Instagram memes. <laughs> <laughs> for real. It, like I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, like seriously, I mean, you guys are out of the game. Be lucky when you see your partners today, give them a big kiss on the cheek or the lips, whatever, and say, thank you that you're out because today it is rough. It is rough outside. Yeah. Somebody now. was telling me that recently. They're like, you know, with the dating apps, and he's like, but it's rough out there. And I'm like. Social media has made it rougher. 
Of course. Oh, absolutely. It gives you a, skewed, a skewed way yeah, of how you, yeah. how you should and what you should and shouldn't have. Uh, do you have one? Honestly, so what was the question? What do I yearn what, for? What, that? what do... What do I yearn for that I haven't act, that I haven't fully acknowledged yet? Honestly, I would say a date night with my partner. <laughs> you know? Okay. I'm I'm so serious. The other day, you know, I was home. She made me a drink. I'm like, you're not going to have one? She's like, I can't because, you know, she's still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and she's like, it's going to be like probably another six, seven months. Oh, wow. And like I miss the times that we used to go and sit at a bar and you know, have a couple of drinks and then go to the movies or go to another bar or go out to the city. And I know we're not going to have that for months because of kids and stuff yeah. like that. So now that you say that, I'm like, and it just brought me back to that moment. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, now I don't have my partner to be having a drink with. Like, she's my best friend. Sure. You know, like, at the end of the day, we will have a drink and kind of vent about the day and talk shit about everybody, sure. you know, have a good laugh. And now it's like, we get home and it's like, oh, we got to do all these things or run out, like I was telling you, run out to the laundry and grocery shop and grab the baby and our stepson has to go to baseball practice. And I'm like, ah, you know? <laughs> so honestly, I would say just a quiet, regular, old, boring date night. Hey, okay. Ricardo, um, what do I yearn for that I haven't fully acknowledged yet? Probably... For somebody truly close to me, this is, you know, obviously I have friends that care about me, but sometimes you need somebody outside of that group to fully listen to me. Mm. I feel like a lot of people hear you, but they don't listen. Say and it again. Say it again. I feel like a lot of people hear you, but they don't listen. Yeah. The older I get, and the more I start to, I, 40 really is a turning point in your life. There's something that just, there's a switch that comes on, man, when you turn 40. Yeah. And um, you really start to reflect on what you have and what you don't have. And a lot of the things you don't have, you you already know why you don't have them. And sometimes you don't put them into, into motion because... Either you're too scared to, or you're dealing with other people inside the equation. But in the midst of all that, I feel like nobody listens to me. And that's the hardest part, because the people that I do want to listen to me are not. And it can get very lonely. Sure. So... That's it. That's as clear-cut as it is. Yeah. That's the answer to that. Yeah. Damn. I feel you, man. Jeez. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, now you good. Then now you good. Like, no, that was great. <laughs> no, no, no. But that was great, yeah, though. Was like, not, not very honest. Yeah. Very honest. Mm-hmm. I, I love vulnerability on this show. Oh uh, no, but like, thank you guys again so much for being on this show. Like, yeah, seriously, thank you. Thank you Absolutely. for having me. It yeah. was really good. It was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you guys a lot. All right, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. 
P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is tinkpodcast at gmail.com. And I read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>